Are you troubled by pop culture references you don't understand? Does trying to figure out a good jumping on point in a long-running comic series keep you up at night? Have you or your friends or family seen a comic book-based movie, TV show, or cartoon and not known what was going on? If the answer is yes, then this is the podcast for you. My Big Fat Pull List. Our assembly of knowledgeable hosts are eager to help answer all your comic book-based pop culture questions. We're ready to geek out with you. New. It can be a scary word. New usually means change, and change is an even scarier word than new. But that's what happens. Things change. Things grow. Or they curl up and die, never to be seen or heard from again. Well, that's not us. In the ever-evolving world of pop culture podcasting, your best bet is to always be changing. Update your style. Update your equipment. Update your content. Make things new. And that's just what we've done. Welcome listeners, geeks, diehard fans, and hardcore collectors to my Big Fat Pull List, Volume 2. Restocked and reloaded. Gun sound effect. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I am one of your hosts, Mr. X. With me today, as always... Smurfy. And, of course... Pistol. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, just Pistol? You're just going by Pistol now. After a full season, they they can't remember danger part of it? Pistol danger. There you go. Bang. Bang. That's your signature... So we've changed so much, he's not even going to do the bang anymore. He's now known as PD, and that's it. He's salty. He's called salty now. He's salty PD. Good old salty. Salty? For now, your name is Rusty. S-A-U-L space T-E-A. I didn't know you changed religions. Yes. Well, mazel tov. Thank you. And gesundheit. So season two, episode two, how we how we doing this? What do we? Well, this is what do we call this season? No, no, no seasons. Since since we are a podcast about comic books, Uh mostly comic books, Mm -hmm. pop culture information, things like that. Instead of going for seasons, we're not going to do it. Volumes like paperbacks, like paperbacks, exactly. That makes so much sense. Or graphic novels. What well, what would you would what would you rather be, Smurfy, a paperback or a graphic novel? Well, let me ask you. Some guy got confused. He thought they were two completely different, separate things. And I was like, no, should I paperback, graphic novel, kind of right. They can't see what you're doing with your hands. Oh, I know it's true. But I'm well, yes, it's, yeah. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I mean, you could pull out your phone and pull out Instagram, and we could record that too. So, oh, you know. hey. oh, god, let's not. Well, well, honestly, I don't agree with that. Trade paperbacks are not the same thing as a graphic novel. I guess at the at the shop we used to use it interchangeably. Like, oh, hey, you know, because it was always like TV dash, you know, paperback graphic novel, and so we just wrote down the title. Well, okay, well, in retail, so I, that's I guess why in my head, simplifying things right. like that. But in my mind, a trade paperback is just a collection of issues from an ongoing story, where a graphic novel is that story, just a story. 300. 300. 300 is a graphic it's all novel. Self-contained. Yes. Self-contained. Boom. That's yeah. It. Okay. Right. Whereas. X Men Blue Volume Three. That right. is a trade paperback yeah. collecting such a number right. of issues yes. Yes. from X Men yeah. Blue. Right. Now that we've gotten volumes and, and and trade paperbacks and graphic novels out of the way, let's get to what people really want to know. A little bit of time. Uh, no, not what we're wearing. Oh. Everybody wants to know what we're reading. It's a hard question to answer a lot of times where comic books are concerned because so many things start up. Brand new titles just up, appear out of nowhere half the time. Relaunches. Relaunches happen. Reboots happen. But then you also get a lot of 
books that just up and get canceled. Right. Like, oh, wow, I was really loving this book, but evidently I was the only one loving this book. Power Man and Iron Fist. It's a perfect example. Most of the Defenders titles are gone. Yes. For our restock reloaded episode, we're going to give you, the listener, a look inside our big fat pull lists. All right, Smurfy. People want to know what you're reading. I've got it broken down into comic form and paperback form. Oh, well, so, thank you. I, get, I read both. So I just figured, like, here's the ongoing stuff I pick up monthly basis, right? Or weekly basis. Uh-huh. Batman Beyond, Green Lantern, Spider-Geddon, Mr. and Mrs. X, Old Man Hawkeye, which that series is coming to a close soon. It's actually a D&D comic called Evil at Boulder's Gate. Kind of interesting. Oh, that's, that's all right. Comic. I'm waiting to get the whole series. So okay. we marathon rated it at once. Uh, but it's, it picks off from where the video game took place at, starring around uh, one of the guys who had the purple tattoo and the hamster with him. Okay. That's why I was like, I'm in. Like, one of the covers just got hamsters got hamster. on it. So, right. Gotta have it. Extermination. Rick and Morty do Dungeons and Dragons, which is oh, super... I bet that I bet that's fun. Yeah, uh, I almost Wars. I almost started picking that up. Right, like again, I'm waiting to get like I only have two issues out so far. Waiting for the third one, I'll start reading it. Infinity Wars, Heroes in Crisis, Punisher. Now those are your ongoing. Are, yeah, like I have issues. You know, every individual issue, individual issue things that you're titles. picking up. Correct. Okay, so you you mentioned Infinity Wars. Right. Are you just picking up the miniseries? Or are you? Picking up any of the tie-ins? Just the miniseries for now. Same thing with Spider Geddon. Yep, just the miniseries. Just for now. the miniseries mm-hmm. until told. Like, not hey. probably not a, a bad idea. I've been burned before. Right, I think we all have. So what about your trade paperbacks? X Men Gold, X Men Blue, X Men Red, Hill Jordan Green Lantern Core, which just came to issue fifty and just ended. Ah, uh, yeah. I just picked up Teen Titans, Titans, and Nightwing. Interesting. Okay. Okay, so, so a little DC smattering, titles. a little smattering yeah. of both Marvel and DC. Most DC titles are paperbacks because, again, after 52, I fell off the bandwagon trying to get back on. What's the best way to do it? Get some paperbacks. You now, is this the Rebirth stuff? Sorry, no. This is Yeah, this is all Rebirth. Okay. Teen Titans, okay. Titans, Nightwing, all Rebirth. Uh, Green Lantern, Rebirth, and Green Lan- Hell Jordan, Green Lantern, Core, Rebirth. Nice. Okay. Okay. Enjoying your so Titans? Yeah, enjoying so far, picking up what you're so getting? So far, everything. Teen Titans has been really cool. Huh. Right? Damien is the Robin. Well, yeah, Damien's right. been Damien's pretty Tim, much been Robin since they did the whole yeah, like the new fifty two first thing. volume. Tim Drake dead. Tim, you know, they're like, oh yeah, he's dead. He's he's gone. So Damien's like, Let's, I need to form a group. Tim Drake is dead. Yeah, Tim Drake's Wait, dead. Dead, dead right away. Or gone. Dead. Those are two different no, things. They flat out say, "Wow." Like Beast Boy goes, "It's really sad that Drake is dead," and you're like, "Wow." You're like, where did that happen? So I do oh, some okay. research, and that happened apparently before the Teen Titans book was launched. Yeah, apparently okay. in a Batman book uh, blew up or something. Huh. Uh, okay. So Robin's like, he hits 13, and it's now time to, like, okay, I'm coming into, like, you know, my, my adulthood, my manhood. And uh, he was born to be in the League of Assassins. Yeah. So he's just like, hey, man, it's time to, like, you know, normally Rosal Gould, this is when you take your, I guess, your final test before you became actually an assassin. Mm. So he decides... Well, instead, maybe I should like form a group. So he goes out and kidnaps Beast Boy, Kid Flash, Starfire, and Raven. Kidnaps them, holds them hostage. They're all tied up, and he's like, "Hey guys, we're forming Teen Titans." And they're like, "You just wow. kidnapped us." And he's like, "Yeah, but now we're gonna be a group. You guys all saw you saw your weaknesses. I was throwing them all out to you. Now I'm gonna be a group." I'm he your per- I'm your perfect leader because yeah, I can point yeah. out all of your flaws. Yeah, 
Wow. And okay, well, so that, like, that like, actually like, does sound and good. And that's like the first couple issues of, of I'm like, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm like, I'm in. And so I was like, this is good. I'm going to give Titans a shot, and it's hmm. going with Teen Titans. So, yeah. All right. That's good, because what I read of Damien, like, depending on who the writer is, they can either write him in a really good, obnoxious role, yeah. like a Joffrey, yeah. or they can write him just terribly. This, you feel both, because you hear, you feel the cockiness of like, hey, man, I'm, you know, I, I can take you out. But you also, they also cover on a lot where he's like, my ambition is to become Batman. Like, I want to be Batman. I don't want to be an assassin. I want to be the world's best detective. Like, there's even one part where uh, he gets in his own head, and they're talking about something. He's like, Cause, he's like, that's because I'm Batman. And they're like, you're who? And he's like, no, I mean, I'm Robin. And they're like, pretty sure you said you're a Batman. Like, <laughs> no, no, never said that. Yeah, so that's why it's a really cool interaction between everybody. So, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. On board. Uh, let me add a little caveat to this. Uh, what is the favorite thing you're reading right now? Oh, man. That is a good call. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, uh, a few of the X-Men titles. Like, I'm really digging X-Men Gold. So you're enjoying picking them up in the in the trades. Yeah, in the trades, right? They look really cool on the shelf too. Because now, I mean, all the uh, all of the actual the colored gone, titles right. are gone. Right. Red is almost gone. Right. As of this recording, red is almost gone. Right. Everything is being wrapped into the giant uncanny X Men right resurgence, which just happened. What about you, Pistol? Well, what's on your big fat pull list? I knew you were going to say this. I knew you, I was you, you should. It's in the show notes. Fair enough. I, I can't have the show notes up. I didn't originally have a pull, a pull lists idea for paperbacks, mm-hmm. but I started Blue and Gold X-Men uh, with one, yeah. and I, I will pick up, I think, the rest of them. I like omnibuses a bit more when it comes to something like this, like a small story contained to less than 60 issues, right? Uh, yeah, it was in, into the 30s. High 30s. I don't okay. think they ever broke 40. Okay. okay. So something like that I feel like is great as a giant like you know book. You can just kind of sit down, crack open, and maybe spend a little bit of time by the uh, campfire, ripping out pages and throwing them in. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's not how I read my comics, but okay. That's um, sacrilege. So uh, I think I'll, I'll pick those back up. I've picked up Apocalypse, the Apocalypse Wars. What is yes, it? yes. They're just about, uh, just around the time that uh, X-Men Apocalypse, the film, came out. Uh, of course, Marvel was like, well, we got to do something involving Apocalypse, and they had three X-Men books mm-hmm. at the time. Extraordinary X-Men had a Apocalypse story. All New X-Men had an Apocalypse story, and Uncanny X-Men had an Apocalypse story, even though they, they marketed it as the big Apocalypse War crossover, none of those stories ever interacted with each other. They were all self-contained. Which but because they dealt with Apocalypse, that's how they were able to say, oh, it's the Apocalypse War trilogy. It's the this big, good crossover. And go see the movie. The so movie sucked. And depending on which book you were reading, your level of enjoyment of the Apocalypse War may vary. Well, we've never talked about movies on this podcast and probably never will. So let's let's refrain. Never say that. never. Now, <laughs> uh, once we get money coming in, maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, okay, the individual issues I pull are Shatterstar. The Life of Captain Marvel, The Fantastic Four Relaunch, Ghostbusters, The Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Geddon, and all of its tie-ins, as I am the Spider-Man. Yeah. That's the sound my wallet made. (laughs) West Coast Avengers. Uh, I just threw Dread in that just got relaunched. Uh, The Infinity War tie-in Arachnite. Arachnonite. Spider-Man Moon Knight. Spider-Man and Moon Knight have been fused together. Yeah. Yeah. Uncanny (laughs) X-Men. You added Uncanny X-Men, which the storyline is called Disassembled. 
and to answer my own question that I asked Smurfy, what's what's you're enjoying the most? Ghostbusters, uh, actually uh, from IDW. From let everybody I, know IDW, IDW, which is also why I picked up Dread mm-hmm. because I trust IDW. Ghostbusters crossing over just ended, and issue eight, mm-hmm. the D D comics IDW. Sorry. Is it really? Yes, I know. that's why I picked it up. I IDW them. is a great company stuff, to get stuff really from. Do. Well, they have good writers, and that's what I they appreciate. They do. They, really do. they have good writers. They have good artists. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So that's what I'm enjoying right now, but only because I haven't really, like, Spider Gun just started mm-hmm. as of right now in the recording of this podcast. So maybe once that gets a little bit further in and I sink my teeth into a little bit more, I'll enjoy that a little bit more. Well, see, not a lot of people know that you have actually moved from the area. Yes, I live in you California. You live in California now, now and you come and visit. Yes, I can't so, even breathe any, the air there. Right. You can't breathe the air. There, it's nice and crisp here. He yes. lives in a forest fire, like <laughs> in, the, in the fire. You know that meme of the dog saying everything is fine? That That's, is me. Mm-hmm. At home working. With a little derby hat, too. You have decided not to find a new shop out there. No. You have decided to keep getting your books here, so you only you only return every month and a half, two months or so. Or so. He gets like a giant stack of books that he can take and then absorb, whereas me... And a little bit of you, Smurfy. Right. You don't read weekly. You wait until there's an accumulation. Yeah. Then you'll mm-hmm. then you'll dive in. I'll knock out five, six comics a day. Yeah. After I collected it. Yeah. Now I will say the one um, addendum to that is the Ghostbusters hardcovers. Uh-huh. Uh, I will buy them when I find them because even though I collect the single issues, I love the hardcovers. The art is great in it. Like I love getting all the covers, as I previously said. And they're hard to find. Yeah. I still can't find the Mass Hysteria um, art. I'd even get the four paperbacks that comprise that one hardcover, and I, hmm. st- I still can't find it. If you were going to reread it, what would you do, paperback or individual issues? Paperback. That's the way. Okay. Or hardcover. That's, that's fine. If I'm going to reread something, mm-hmm. I'll, if I really like the story, I'll go out and buy the paperback just so I can reread it again yeah. and not ruin my issues. Or if I want to share it with a friend who's like, ooh, I don't know yeah, about this. See, that I agree, that I agree with. with. Yeah. I'm not worried about ruining my issues because I'm not mm. selling them to anybody. Oh, I know, true, but sometimes I'm so, like... So, mm. I mean, the fact that a comic book looks like it's been read, a comic how book about, should look like it's been read. How about laziness? I just don't want to dig through the collection. There you go. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Yeah. That, that I believe. Ahead. It's like, I want to dig through the long box and find it. I can just pull off the shelf because well, it's right there. Well, display purposes, too. <laughs> that too no, that. That, it, they, they do look cool on a shelf. Uh, no, okay, this is true. Yeah, this not only that, is they, they've also gotten better with the whole organizing of the story. Yeah. We've talked about this in several different podcasts in the past about uh, specifically Age, Age of Apocalypse. Apocalypse all out of the first time they put Age of Apocalypse out in any kind of trade oh, paperback yeah. form, they were not in a chronological reading order to where you would be able to understand the story. I bought all four of those volumes mm-hmm. and sat down and read it. was confused. Yeah. Talked to Dr. Impact, mm-hmm. who told me, he flipped through and was like, yeah, these are all out of order. Here's the order you need to read them in. And I was like, oh. Guess who gave him that order? You, me. Mr. X. Okay, so I should just cut the middleman out. And you, you. Yeah, just come to, if it, especially right. if it's X-Men related, right. just come straight to me. You weren't working with me at the time. He was. So, <laughs> it's convenience. Again, laziness plays a huge factor Very, in most of my life. We're, we're, we, I think everybody has learned that. Let's keep this train rolling. Mr. X, what are you currently reading? Do you have the time? Absolutely. To sit back and listen to me whine? I have pen and paper ready. <sighs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll make this... As as painless as possible, I'll break it down in companies. Marvel, okay, non mutant related titles. Marvel, you everything mutant related. I I do I yeah. do collect everything that uh, the the mutants touch, except for one book. What book the, is that? Uh, the the West Coast Avengers. There there is a yes. mutant character in that Quentin Quire. I am not picking up West Coast Avengers because I don't care. Who knows? I don't care what coast you're on. You're not no. the Avengers. 
I pick up the Avengers. Uh, the Fantastic Four, Amazing Spider-Man, mm -hmm. The Champions, oh. Immortal Hulk, Marvel 2-in-1, which uh, started off as a Marvel 2-in-1 thing and Human Torch. And now that Fantastic Four is back, it's kind of a companion book okay. that'll have uh, side stories of the four, but only two of them at a time. Because it's Marvel 2-in-1. <gasps> yeah. Crossovers, I've been sticking with Infinity Wars. I am only picking up the main issues of the of the title. I've I've forsaken the tie-ins because luckily enough Doctor Impact picks up those so I can just borrow borrow those. <laughs> and I have. I've read them and I'm like, ah, glad I didn't pick these up because they don't matter. Right. They really do not matter to the ongoing story. Now if you're picking them up and you're enjoying them, I'd Great. hey good on you. But for me and my wallet if it doesn't have some sort of impact to the ongoing ma major story, I don't need it. Well, coming back to me, I just enjoy spider people. That's why uh, I'm you enjoy spider people. The, the spider I Gettin's. enjoy spider people too. So I am getting all of the tie-ins for Spider Geddon. Some of them have been worth it. Okay. Some of them haven't. Yes. But of course, because I'm a completist, when I start something, I've got to get everything Spider Geddon wise. I will. I will say this: It's not over. As the as of this recording, Spider Geddon is almost over. It's not over yet, but I do have to put my my personal opinion: a subpar sequel to a really great storyline that was Spider Verse. Well, let's see how it goes. I'm not going to uh, pass judgment yet. I I, I have. I clearly. I have passed judgment, as and some... my judgment is final. Then that brings us into the the mutant books for Marvel. I, I of course I have picked up Uncanny X Men number one, which was an eight dollar book for seventy pages, seventy two pages, and I know neither one of you have read it, but I will say this: I was just whelmed. I was not no. overwhelmed. I was not underwhelmed. Just whelmed. It didn't scream something new to me. Would you say for someone who hasn't caught up on X Men, this would be a, a good start to jump onto? If you have not been reading X-Men for the last three decades like I have, yes, then yes, this is a great jumping on point. E e even though it's still tangled in its very complicated continuity, still a fun read if you want to jump into something that you haven't been a part of in a while. Me, I was expecting more, and I just got enough. I'm continuing to pick up X-Men Red, only has a handful of issues left. Astonishing X-Men has one issue left. It has not come out yet, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's been a fun read. Then there's the uh the return of Wolverine because reasons. We we evidently needed Wolverine back. I was a sucker and I uh, I got all of the hunt for Wolverine yeah, tie-in miniseries. I got those. Yeah, again, my wallet not very happy with me. But totally worth it. Well, you know what? Two of the series I think were. Two out of the four, four, yes. Yeah, I think two of the four were totally worth it. And very two out enjoyable. of the four, yes. And I feel like the other two were just kind of like filler. Yeah. Can't wait to borrow so. them so I didn't have to pay for them. Yeah. Shatterstar and Domino, which is a phenomenal book. There were a whole bunch of miniseries that I, I was, they're all over now. But uh, one of the reasons why I was excited about Uncanny X-Men number one is because supposedly all of these miniseries, and all of the current storylines are all supposed to be culminating in this relaunch. And things will be dealt with in this giant story. Reading issue one, I didn't feel that. But again, 
just the first issue. You can give seven. Got to give it. Gotta, I, I will. I will. Start. I'm definitely going to give it time. It's an X Men right. book. I'm right. like, I'm not going to collect. You a don't have book. a choice. Right. I don't <laughs> have a choice. Uh, outside of Marvel, I'm not getting anything DC. Uh, I am picking up Ghostbusters. I was picking up Ghostbusters, but uh, crossing over issue eight was the final issue of that. So. I'm done until they start up the next miniseries for Ghostbusters. The Ninja Turtle ongoing and all of its tie-ins. An absolute dream book. Can't wait to do a podcast all focused on that. That might actually have to be a three-parter because I would just gush so much about the boys in green. Aren't Uh, the boys green? They're not in green. They are green. The boys of green. The boys of green. They're not even boys. They're turtles. The men. They're teenagers. And they're mutants. And they're ninjas. And they're they're ninjas. Right. Uh, I'm also picking up Firefly. Firefly just started. Oh, that's the other one I got, Firefly. Yeah, yeah, got Firefly. Haven't haven't read that yet. Looking forward to it. Alien 3, the actual original script for Alien 3 is being transferred into comic book form. Completely different story than what was shot. Kind of okay. like kind of like what they did with like Buffy and some of those other shows where they're like continuing on the story, right? Well, that's continuing on the story. This is show this is a different story. So but the they're still with- calling it Alien 3. 3. Okay. Because this is the original concept script for Alien 3. So it's going to have Bishop. It's going to have Hicks. It's going to have Newt. Hmm. They're all still on the Sulaco. Is there a bull alien? I don't know. There's only one issue out, sir. (laughs) Seven of them. Don't worry about it. (sighs) Okay, yeah, because that's helpful. No bull, no pistol. Uh, (laughs) Terrific. Uh, I'm also collecting uh, two Jim Henson uh, ongoing. Well, they're they're twelve issue maxi series. Okay. Beneath the Dark Crystal, which is actually a sequel of Return to the Dark Crystal, and Labyrinth Coronation, which is a flashback story told during the events of the actual film, which is very interesting. Yeah. Still picking up Usagi Ojimbo, which is a, a another great book. Love the continuity there because, of course, written and drawn by the great Stan Sakai. I know I'm probably forgetting stuff, and there are a handful of books that are going to be coming out over the next few months that I'm looking forward to getting, but I won't get into those. If you want to know more about those books, keep an eye out on our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll definitely be posting more of the things that we're collecting. Trade paperback-wise, Walking Dead. I always get The Walking Dead in its in its nice little uh, nice little trade paperback. Uh, I do believe we're into the 30s now. Yeah, I've got up to like 10 or 11. I got some collecting. Oh wow, yeah, you got yeah, some I'm, you I'm got behind. you got some catching up to do, yeah, baby. Do. Mm-hmm. Or some borrowing. I'm gonna get them all. They look cool on a shelf. I've seen this. They, yeah, they do. Really cool. They do look good on a shelf. Yeah. And then uh, uh, horror comics. Uh, there's there's a handful of horror comics that I will pick up the trades for because I missed out on them. Uh, Cullen Bunn's Six Gun. I missed out on the individual issues of that. Picked up all those trades. That's a great book. That, that's not a horror comic, though. It is a horror comic book. Sixth Gun? The huh. Sixth Gun. Yeah, I didn't know it was It's a, a Wild comic. West horror, horror I had no comic idea. I knew it was Wild West, but I didn't know it was a horror. Really? You yeah, didn't know? Did know. No. It is, it is definitely show. a horror book. I, always, I, I put it out you know, every month. And that's another, yeah. that's another mm-hmm. book that I'm actually picking up. It's called Shadow Roads. Okay. It's the spiritual sequel to The Sixth Gun, because at the end of The Sixth Gun, things... Change, oh, and Shadow Roads is if you loved this, you're gonna love this too. And Shadow Roads has been great because it's also still Wild West, only a little bit more progressed. Art is still great, story is still great, and uh, I'm also picking up Harrow County, also from Cullen Bunn, 
who's a, a local Missourian. He lives in uh, Springfield. Uh, Harrow County also just ended from Image, uh, but I missed out on grabbing the individual issues, and God bless trade paperbacks because periodically I'll pick up the next one after I'm I've, after I've finished one. I'll wait a couple of weeks and I'll go pick up the next one. So I'm I'm taking my time. I think that's everything that I'm picking up. Nice. And Mr. X, what is your favorite thing you are currently reading? My favorite thing that I'm currently reading, uh, I can po- I can point it down to just one book. It's it's Turtles, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, in over a hundred issues because it's got it's it's in its 80s for its individual numbering but there have been one shots mini series annuals things like that yeah. which make it way over the 100s there's only been one issue that I was ever like eh that was all right everything else has been a page turner hmm. a reread before putting in the poly bag and board and putting it away now here's an interesting question as a turtles fan myself yes um, is there a Easy to access jump on point. As you just said, it's in the <sighs> 80s currently with a lot of yeah. times. And as someone who yeah, would it's like, called, it's called Volume One of the paperback. <laughs> uh, actually, he's not. He's not wrong. That's where because I, I, I. If you want to jump in, you got to start at the beginning. Well, I, I, I did research and I was going to jump in. and I was looking for a good jumping on point, and you, I lit up to start from issue one, volume okay. one. It's so it's gonna, continuity like, is thick. Yeah. Well, it had an ongoing called uh, TMNT Universe because there were so many characters, stories were so big, they needed another book to to flow it through. Okay. There's 25 issues of that. Oh. But it's not like it's a separate book. That book complements the ongoing book. Okay. Things that happen in this book affect this book and vice versa. I, I wish I could, I could give you an easy fix so that everybody could be jumping in and enjoying Turtles like I do. But really, you got to start at number one. And therein lies a kind of a, a kick in the pants where comic books is concerned because it really is hard finding a jumping on point. Even though comic book companies will say, hey, uh, with this issue, it's a great jumping on point for new readers. Okay, yeah. For if you readers. don't want to worry about everything else that happened with this character. Even if they say it's a great jumping on point, there's always something where they're like, oh, hey, remember what happened in like New York? Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And you're like, no. No. I just start reading the book. And then other guys who read it are like, oh, I remember. And that was about mm, like three years ago that right. they referenced. Right. And I have to go back and read like four or five volumes back ago. Well, that was a, a good point that, um, you know, near the uh, end of the year or like a culmination, there used to be annuals that were kind of wrap-ups that people could kind of jump on, see what had happened, and to find out more about what we think about annuals, take a listen to our annuals podcast. Definitely listen to our big, giant-sized annual episode to culminate the end of Volume 1. We'll definitely leave a link to that in the show notes for this episode. Well, as you know, um, by listening to this, there's been a name drop both by Mr. X and Smurfy, and that name is Dr. Impact. And if you listened to the podcast and didn't just skip until exactly this moment, (laughs) you'll notice that both Mr. (laughs) X and myself are picking up a combined total of, I believe, zero DC books, books. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas Smurfy has picked up a few and is picking up. A you trade. got a couple of hand, you got a couple of single issues, and you got a couple of trade paperbacks. So oh, good yeah. for you. Yeah, I mean, I get a nice mix. Uh, I don't feel like I get enough to read with single issues. That's why I always find a new paperback to try to pick up and read. And whereas we're concerned, as most people who listen to this know, we're mostly Marvel zombies, as I believe the term is. Marvel zombies. We are Marvel zombies. Which is where Dr. Impact himself comes in, as he will be our main source of DC knowledge. DC, of course, stands for Director's Cut. (laughs) 
Detective Co- How many times do we have to go over this? It's direct comics. Like, it went directly to the comic book. No, no. Duh, detective. Makes a lot it of stood sense. for Good Detective yeah, okay, Comics, and then they just... Like, why don't these call it Batman? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> All titles are do you, Batman. Do you read Marvel or do you read Batman? <laughs> That's like well, <laughs> you're not wrong. Right. Do you read the X-Men or do you read the Batman? Right. And um, even though he's not here in studio with us, Dr. Impact is nice enough to have already pre-recorded a message to our listeners. We'll play it and no, now. That, now. 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 No. Now. Now or no, you, no, you want to now? How or now? now? How about now? How about now? Okay, hold on. Three? That was then. But wait, this is now? When will then be We now. just missed it. When? <laughs> just now. now. Hello, I am Dr. Impact. I am very excited to be joining the geeks here at my big fat poll list. I will be a part of a number of episodes coming up here for volume two, including episodes on reboots and resets alternate timelines, futures, and universes. I observe and report for DC's Rebirth. Exciting stuff there. And my personal favorite, the one that I cannot wait to dive in with you all on, my big fat pull list's most wanted, The Mighty Crusaders. We are going to go into the entire history of the mighty MLJ characters going from their beginnings in the 40s all the way up to the current Dark Circle run at Archie Comics. So until we meet again, be sure to hit that big red circle and call the Doctor. Not not that Doctor, but Doctor Impact. Thanks, Dr. Impact. We can't wait to hear from you again. We've told you what we've been reading and collecting, but you know what? We want to know what's in your big fat pull list. Reach out to us at our website at mybigfatpulllist.com. Fill out the contact form and let us know what you're collecting. What's in your wallet? I was waiting for you to say what's in your wallet every time because it says stupid credit card commercial. So every time yeah. you're like, what's in your pull list? I'm like, oh, I didn't say what's in your what's wallet. What's in your big fat wallet? But now now it's okay. That, oh, it's well, not uh, a big fat yeah, wallet anymore. It's leaving. Yeah. What's leaving your small, small, right. pathetic wallet? My sad wallet. We hope that you've enjoyed the podcast reloaded. Restocked. Volume two is just getting started, folks. We've got a lot in store for you. So until next time, I'm Mr. X. I'm Smurfy. Down Pistol Danger. And we'll see you guys next time. That's our show, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe on the podcast listening app of your choice. What he means is download and subscribe on every app possible. Have comments, questions, suggestions for future shows? Reach out to us at our website at mybigfatpulllist.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, keep your web fluid sticky. Your batarangs sharp. Ouch. And your space guns charge. That's not a space gun. That's Megatron. <laughs> Throw a rock at him. <laughs> it was a big. It was a big rock. <clears throat> You're, you're referencing a Batman animated cartoon. You got it. The one that got away. Mm-hmm. Don't think. Right. Stop, stop, stop thinking. You're, you're using a, a... Stop making things better. I know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the brains of the operation, as sad as that is to say.
<laughs> Howdy do. Great. I'm sure the kids love the lingo. <laughs> Buckaroo. <laughs> we're always nude when we record. Obviously. It's always hot in the studio. Yep. And we're all like real close. Butts to nuts. <laughs> if you're wearing pants, you're not invited to the party. That's just the pants party? It's a pants off party. <laughs>